What's up, what's up, what's up? Paul Artella here. Welcome to the Fiercely Successful Podcast. That podcast where we go after our dreams harder than we did the week before. I'm Paul Artelli. I am your host. This week, I want to talk about a lesson I learned from the Transformer toy line. And came out of decluttering and some different initiatives around my household. Because that's what I call... Getting things done, an initiative, it makes it sound more fancy. And we're going to talk about that. Uh, I think there's an important lesson in there. But first, again, just remember to like, subscribe, share this podcast with all your friends and family. Give it to them as a gift. I'm kidding. But seriously, share it and make sure to rate it. I would be most appreciative as we're, we really are growing every single week. Again, I, I talk about this every week, but it, it it's really cool. It's really cool for me to post this, uh, you know, around midnight the night before and uh, wake up in the morning and the number of downloads and listens that happens from the time I post to the time I actually check on Mondays just going up every week. And it's like the coolest freaking thing. Um, so thank you to all that for doing all of you for doing that. Uh, I am most appreciative, but let's get to the show. And as I said, our initiative is to declutter this house, which is very hard when you have children because they're outgrowing things and they have birthdays and holidays and they want stuff and people give you stuff. Oh God, do people give you stuff and it's all well-intentioned and I'm very appreciative, but there are times where it can be overwhelming. And in that process, as my children are older now and, uh, you know, just changing who they are and we're just trying to declutter, have less, make a little extra money and just honestly live more simply. The, uh, one, one of the things we've been looking at is getting rid of toys and a lot of toys are a no brainer, you know, plastic, you know, little Tykes Fisher price car that, you know, your your two-year-old used to scoot around in outside. Now they're too big for it. Those are easy to get rid of. But one of the items, plural, that we are looking at getting rid of are these Transformer toys. Actually, Rescue Bots and those who are parents or grandparents or just like Transformers will know that the, the Rescue Bots are a... a type of transformer, which is a transforming robot for those who don't know, uh, that the whole series is aimed at kids and I won't get, go into the plot, but it was really the first series me and my son watched together because everything up until then was, you know, baby shows, right? Like colors and songs, like the wiggles and you, you, you kind of, you go through it as a parent as a sacrifice, but Rescue Bots was one of the first shows that we actually watched together, and the cartoon was watchable and actually pretty good, and it was it was great, great. And with that came the toys because we totally bought into that consumerism. And I can remember buying him his first two toys right before we flew to Kansas City for uh, to see family, and these robots transformed into their vehicle form very simply, very easy for I think he was three at the time. And that kind of led to a minor obsession where I was trying to get him the set. I was trying to get him more because I love toys. Toys were my world. I'll probably do a separate podcast on just how toys were my world as a child. 
And they really help me make sense of the world. And I think that's where I get my storytelling and creativity from largely is from the toys and the worlds I constructed with them. But I can just remember going to our local grocery chain, which here in Michigan is Meyer, and sometimes to a Walmart and trying to find the rescue bot toys, trying to find the newest rescue bot toy, everything that came with that, right? So that he could have them so that he could play with the complete set. And he really enjoyed them. And honestly, and I don't know, let's say he was three or four. That was the main toy he played with. And we, we had a lot of fun. We had one Christmas where he got some really cool rescue bot stuff like play sets and whole thing. Now it's time to declutter many years later. And he's the one that comes to me and says, Dad, I'm okay if we get rid of this and sell it so I can buy new toys. Or, you know, I try, I try to get him to invest in his college fund, but whatever. <laughs> and... He, and funny enough, I was the one that actually had the biggest problem with selling it because it brought up all these emotions of me going to the store and buying them, watching the cartoons together, enjoying the characters, teaching them about some of the Transformers I grew up with, showing them pictures of those Transformers. And we even watched some of the original Transformers cartoon as a kid, like all these emotions came up and it was actually really hard for me to even post some of this stuff online to sell it. And, you know, eventually I did, and I'm in the process of doing it now, mainly because at this point we're trying to see what we should sell them for, but some of them have gone. And as I gave away the first couple of Transformers, and even though I sold them, you know, whatever, it comes with that. Um, it was painful, man, but there was, in that pain was kind of a, a lesson. I think that it's very, very important. Um, and that's, here's, here's the lesson. That the memory and the positive emotions that come with those memories cannot ever be taken away. And that's where the true joy is. The joy in this case was not in these plastic toys, where as cool as some of them are. That's not where the joy was. The joy is in the memory of them. And yes, looking at them can invoke that memory. But honestly, looking at them didn't really invoke that memory until they mentioned that they wanted to get rid of them. Then I had this nostalgia. Before that, they were just crap I was stepping on, and I was angry. Like, oh, you know, dang, you know, son, pick up that Optimus Prime. I almost hurt myself on him, right? Like, what the hell are you doing, kid? And it wasn't until, you know, I guess I felt like getting rid of them was an infringement on my nostalgia. But the truth is, as I'm talking to you right now, and actually reliving some of these fun, cute memories with my son, including how to teach him how to transform a car into a robot back and forth and vice versa on a plane. And that was our entertainment, you know, from Detroit to Kansas City. I'm reliving that just by telling it. Those emotions don't go away, whether I have the object or not. And yes, it's nice to have some toys uh, and, and items from our childhood and our past that we just want to have. And that's okay. But that's where the memories are. And, and that can be a slippery slope because the other part I want to talk about is that sometimes we put so much into the object or sometimes trying to recreate that object, we're chasing a false high. And I, I've talked about this before about, you know, decluttering your mind and not just your, your, your physical world. And I also think with that comes this idea that, you know, we need to declutter, we need to separate what was what will permanently live in the past 
versus what is in our present and what is in our future. And, you know, like I, I, no matter how many transformer toys I buy today, I can't recreate those memories with my son. I can't recreate those emotions, right? I can have new emotions. I can have new memories with, I guess, newer transformers that are more advanced, but that was a piece of my life that's done. And the same thing happens when we think of, you know, think of a recipe that you loved from a, that a loved one made, you know, think about mother, mom, for example, mom's apple pie and, and, or whatever, in my case, you know, mom and, and Nunda's lasagna, which both of them are think, allow, around. So I'm not having this problem personally, but, you know, just think of that recipe or something you had, it even could be a, a restaurant that closed and you, you, you try to recreate that dish. Maybe you, you go off and you find stuff um, that's close, but it's never quite there. Right. And there comes a point where you just have to accept that that thing is no more. That thing that you loved was beautiful for what it was. And you can appreciate it for what it was. And you can still appreciate your present day that's different. But trying to chase that high is what we need to avoid. And I felt like, you know, trying to hold on to these toys was trying to create this artificial high, this artificial memory that wasn't necessary. And so what I'm urging you to do this week is to think about what whether they're physical objects or memories or con- concepts, what is it that you just need to kind of let go with? Let go of it. Don't worry about it. it. It's not there because your true attachment to them is internal, not external. And trying to recreate them, whether that is having physical objects around you or trying to recreate them and trying to find another venue to get that same high, to get that same emotion is kind of, it's a false flag, right? It's, I don't know if that's the proper term. It's, it's a false hunt and you don't need to do that and you don't need it. It's just there. So, you know, I started selling the transformers, the rescue bots, and you know, I kind of got a nice satisfaction. Uh, One of the mothers who who bought one from us uh, said to me that they've been trying to find this one particular character for a long time. They can't find them in the stores and her child would be so happy to have him because it's like her his favorite rescue bot. And I thought, well, here's a new high I'm also going to play into is that I'm giving another child joy. I'm not going to pretend I'm noble. I'm selling it. <laughs> so I made a couple of shekels. But I mean, the idea that this toy lives on and will bring joy to someone else is also a new memory that wouldn't have occurred had I tried to just hold on to this thing, keep it in a box and never actually utilize it. So... Again, I challenge you this week to think about whether it's objects you don't need, whether you need to donate them, sell them, throw them away, or again, trying to chase some sort of high, some sort of emotion or situation that's just not recreatable. We know it's not recreatable, right? I mean, I can, you know, I can think of a (laughs) quick, because my mind is on food as I'm trying to get healthier. Yeah. You know, I think, I think of a cold cut sandwich that I used to get at this fast food chain, um, grocery store chain, sorry where I grew up in Toronto, right? Food city. I, I can never have that sandwich again. And whenever I go to a Kroger or a Meyer or a Walmart or if I'm back home, a Loblaws or a Michelangelo's in Toronto, right? They have great cold cut sandwiches in many of them. Um, and, and the gas station ones that come pre-wrapped are gross, but I still, you know, I, for the longest time I kept buying them, trying to recreate that food city sandwich and it just doesn't exist. I can't recreate that moment. So I just stopped doing it and just started enjoying the food or the memory for what it was and and not trying to recreate it. So that's what I learned 
from selling Transformers Rescue Pots this week. And I just wanted to share that with you, especially as we're in this season. It's Mother's Day, this season of memories, uh, you know, and we're also in the season of spring cleaning and making decisions and remembering people and reevaluating relationships. Just remember, focus on the internal memory, the internal emotions that it brings. That's really what's the most important thing. And honestly, talk to people. I mean, if you have the ability to talk to those that had those memories with you, that is better than any object or any attempted recipe that you can ever find. All right, that's my message this week. A little sentimental, but Optimus Prime would say that's a prime example of leadership, a fantastic example of leadership. And, you know, we talk now and then, Optimus and I, so we're good friends. That's Fiercely Successful. I will see you all next week. Remember, like, subscribe, leave some comments, give me some feedback, and I will see you all next week. Go after those dreams harder than we did the week before. You got this. Go rock it.